We never really notice oral hygiene, except when it's bad. The latest research suggests that we can't really blame genetics for this, but rather the oral hygiene of everyone else in your household. I'm Alexandra Ashcroft, and I caught up with Dr Adam Roberts, who helped lead the study that discovered this when he was working at University College London's Eastman Dental Institute. We were interested in what lives in our mouths, and we were interested in this because it's got a bearing on health and disease. So oral diseases are kind of an ecological problem. There's not one single organism which is responsible for gingivitis or periodontitis. And periodontitis is a more severe form of oral disease where you can actually get bone loss. Those diseases are some of the most common infectious diseases on the planet. And there's a massive proportion of the world's population which are affected by oral and dental diseases. So what did you find out in your study when you were looking at the bacteria in saliva? So we had a unique opportunity to look at the bacteria in the saliva of a rather large family where we've also got the human genetic data as well. So that enabled us to be able to marry up the human genome data that we had with the taxonomic details of the residents in the mouth. That was unique. That's never been done before. And what did you find out? So we found that, surprisingly, human genetics had no significant effect on what lives in our mouth. The inside of the oral cavity is predominantly mucosal tissues. So these are the soft tissues like your gums, the inside of your cheeks, your tongue, your lips, etc. And the human immune system interacts with the environment through these tissues. And that's all down to our genetics. So we thought that if we had differences in genetics, that might give us differences in the mucosal immunity. And that may actually affect the bacteria that are able to live within the oral cavity. But that's not what we found at all. We found that the main driver for similarity was who you lived with at the household level. And how long does the effect of the household persist? So we found that the effect of the household persists for at least a couple of years which is kind of surprising, but it may inform us about the resilience of the community. So even though the household kind of shapes the community that you have, your community is also very, very stable. So after individuals leave the family home, you can still recognise where they've kind of come from. Is this more than just a sort of fun academic discovery? Well, I think it's important to understand why we've got certain bacteria living in the oral cavity. The composition of the bacterial community within the oral cavity can really affect health and disease. So if we understand why they're there and what drives a particular population to exist within your mouth, we can hopefully one day modify it and promote a community of bacteria which predisposes us to health rather than disease. Does this mean you're going to go around and spike people's houses with different types of bacteria? Well, that would be a nice experiment to do. But unfortunately, the ethics and the law systems in our country would preclude us from doing that. But we can do something quite similar. So there are experiments underway at UCL where researchers are looking at probiotic effects on the oral community. And that may be an accepted way forward to modify the composition of the bacteria within the oral cavity. Are you saying we should all be drinking probiotics then? So I can't say that at this point. We need a lot more evidence in order to make those claims. But what we can say is that actually your environment has far more of an effect on the composition of the oral microbiome than your genetics does. So therefore, in my mind, I think it will be easier to modulate. 
it will be easier to affect because you can concentrate your efforts throughout an entire household. I guess oral hygiene is now another thing you can blame on your siblings then. That was me, Alexandra Ashcroft, speaking to Dr Adam Roberts, who is now based at the University of Liverpool. The research was published in MBio.